Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. Without zero bullshit tolerance also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy. Welcome to your sexified life. Hello, sexy family. We are back with the second part of our episode about consent and self-consent. This week, we're going to focus on self-consent, what it is, how to get it, and how it is really helpful for creating the thriving sex you want. And if you have the thriving sex you want, it's easier to have a fulfilling life. Last week, we discussed what was consent, what it was not, how to honor it. We had a long gym metaphor that I kept going forever since I loved it. (laughs) And I teased you with, um, now let's talk about how to feel what's a yes, what's a no, and what's a maybe. Let's do that in this week's episode. What I call self-consent is the combination of two things. Listening to the answer inside, so figuring out what's a yes, what's a no, and also applying this to your self-practices. What happens very often is that we have default patterns of self-pleasuring. We have our toy or toys. Toys are amazing. Please use toy if you want some. (laughs) We use our favorite toy. We go straight into our fantasy. We have a great climax or frustration if we don't get the climax we want. And that's it. Remember, if you don't have any of that that, or if you don't have any climax at all or anything, you're not broken. That's okay. It was just for me a way to show that we can have here too. A default pattern. And actually self-consent is the inquiry or the courage of looking inside and feel, do I really want to do that? Really, if I do this practice, do I want to do that? Does that make me feel good? If you have no idea what to look for when you ask that question out loud, I have a suggestion. You can hear answers from your body if you ask it a question. These answers can be words or just feelings and sensations. If you ask for more information, you will get them. It's just a matter of having your ear trained and be ready to listen. There is always a yes, a no, or a maybe inside. You can feel it maybe in your gut or in your stomach or in your throat or anything, your body sensations can talk to you and you can get messages from your body. And if this concept feels out of reach because you've been disconnected from yourself for a long time, trust me, I've been there and know you're not broken. And if it feels so foreign or so woo-woo, I would invite you just to try it if that feels aligned and leave it if that doesn't resonate. When you start asking questions to yourself, it's always a good idea to do it in a quiet environment, just so outside noises don't interfere with what you hear. You can start with simple question, and usually when you're getting started, 
it's always a good idea to ask a question out loud. Yes, it feels weird. Yes, it feels silly. And it's also kind of fun when you think about it. After all, we always have conversations in our heads, asking questions and answers and blah, 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 blah. So after all, why not have conversations with our bodies? Why should they be left out? <laughs> so when you ask yourself a question out loud, there is no way you, the info can actually bypass your brain and go straight into the background since it's entering through your ears. Whereas if it's something you ask yourself inside, if you're like me, there is a constant background of inner dialogue inside of our brain. So if I ask myself a question inside, there's a good chance this question goes right into the background. So asking out loud actually helps that question to get out of it and get the attention it deserves. If you want to practice feeling what's a yes and what's a no, I would invite you to start with simple questions. If gender topics don't bring any heavy emotional charge, you can ask, start for a starter, I am, am I a girl? Several times. And each time you ask the question, am I a girl? Take a breath and notice. Notice the sensations. Do it three times and then ask, am I a boy? Breathe. Is there anything different? What are the different sensations you may have? Look for tingling, warmth, cold, micro-movement, pressure, constriction, waves, anything that is so subtle that you need the difference between the two questions to look for it. Open your inner eye and look for something, even the tiniest piece of information. Really go inside. You, want, you can do this exercise again, for example, with would it bring me joy to dance right now? And listen, take a breath. And then ask, would it bring me joy to do the laundry right now? Listen and take a breath. If laundry stole your gem and if you're totally a yes to go to your laundry, please do. But <laughs> what I was trying to, to show is is how different situations bring different sensations and some can be interpreted as a yes and some can be interpreted as a no or a maybe or a maybe later. If you felt something, that's great because that means you have cracked the code for a conversation with your body. Maybe you knew it already, but so you can start having this conversation. Maybe you might need to learn a few more words here and there, but it's already a great start. If you didn't feel anything, that's okay. You're not broken. And sometimes, and really often, <laughs> truth to be told, before talking, we actually need to learn to listen. And if it helps you feel better, I have two explanations for this. First, I would invite you to notice if you didn't feel nothing at all. Did you take the time to take a breath, pause, and feel nothing? Usually what happens is that we have a kind of a default answer because we don't feel connected to our bodies. So we just, do I feel anything in my body? No, not even allowing ourselves to take one breath and look for something. If that's the case, be kind to yourself. Twisted game side effect. 
we've not we have not been trained to do this work. Even more, we've been trained to actually cut ourselves from our body's wisdom. So if your default pattern is I don't feel anything, that's okay. You're showing up and you're being aware of this pattern. This pattern is a really big deal. So start again, trying to put one breath between asking the question so that the I don't know, I never get anything, blah, 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 blah. Actually have a breath before starting it. I promise it comes. The second explanation is maybe the volume is low. If you want, you can ask louder. Literally say out loud, louder, please. Take a breath. Louder, please. Take a breath. Maybe the sensations will increase and you will be able to notice them a little bit more. And if that's not the case today, maybe tomorrow or maybe next time. And that's okay. You may have guessed it already. The biggest challenge in here is to actually not get discouraged when you don't get an answer right away. I have never met anybody among my coaches who didn't get any answer from their bodies at all. Like, never, never, ever. What can happen, though? is us being pissed off we don't get the answers or disrespecting the answers we get because they are not the one we want or becoming impatient because we tend to rush because we really, 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 really want some to hear something so that I can move forward. Please, 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 please. Even if at the beginning is there is a very little chance to hear like an opera thing. Imagine your body had been quiet for a long time sometimes almost your whole life. Will it start talking again with singing an amazing opera? Maybe. There's a good chance at the start. It's just a whispering. The secret here? Stay patient and try again. Yes, I wish the secret was sexier than that. But stay patient and try again. Trying to reconnect to this self-consent, this feeling of what's a yay, a yes, what's a no, what's a maybe inside is super important because that's the base, the core, the essence of consent that plays into between several people uh, interaction. How do you want to have a real consent if you don't even know what's inside, what inside is a yes and what is a no? Again, no judgment, not listening to ourselves and not even knowing what we want is a twisted game conditioning we've been raised with. Be kind to yourself. And yes, you're reclaiming this self-consent, this capacity to feel the yes, the no's and the maybe is a really, really big deal. So next time you want a pleasure date with yourself, be curious. Before inserting anything in your vagina, ask for her consent. If it is a yes, go for it. If you don't hear anything, don't put anything inside. If it's a no, of course, put it aside. And if it's a maybe, we'll talk about that in a minute. But if you don't hear anything, don't do anything. That's a way to reassure your body and your nervous system that you will honor whatever comes and that you're ready to be patient without forcing anything before you hear a clear answer. Good thing is, when we honor the no's and the maybes, instead of forcing through them, magically, the yes comes much more often. Talk about the power of respecting yourself. We should learn about that way sooner in our lives. 
Slowly, you will get more and more familiar with your body speaking to you. You can get the whole range of expression. Some people hear words, others feel words, others feel contraction and expansion, others feel colors, other different type of tinglings depending on the answers, or nothing of what I just said, or everything at the same time, just a glimpse or a full bloom of many sensations at the same time. And you know what? Whatever you get is perfect. There is no manual that works for everyone. And if you start to know me a little, you know that I call that bullshit. If you want to go forward with this, it is your game of self-exploration. And if your body is also a team, I will give you tons of sensations, but you will never hear a word from me. You're not alone. That's really frustrating. And I feel you. I have that too. And you are still normal and are able to have conversations in our bodies. The day I discovered that, I was like, that's why people stay seated in meditation forever. You can have the most interesting conversation with yourself when you know how to talk to your body. So you can apply this yes-no inquiry when you are in a partnership interaction and also being aware that maybe your yeses in partnership are different than the one you have on your own and sometimes even when you're when you are on your own it can be different from day to day today's yes can be different from yesterday's yes same goes for no no rule no pressure just listening honoring the no following the yes and not proceeding if you didn't hear a yes and the good thing in, in reconnecting with that, it is actually helping you tremendously if you're not familiar with self-pleasure dates and it scares you, it scares the shit out of you. Be kind to yourself if that's the case. That's twisted side effect. It's not your responsibility. Start with what feels pleasurable to touch. Maybe that's your hand. Maybe that's your face. Maybe that's your neck or stroking your hair or whatever that feels pleasurable. And before going into any unknown territory, ask out loud, would it feel good to touch X part right now? And listen, if you get a yes, go for it. If you hear anything else than a yes, don't touch. If you get a strong no, put it aside. But sometimes you will get a maybe. So what can I do with maybe? As I may have mentioned last week, maybe needs more exploration, more questions, and especially the two most important ones. Is there anything I can do to make it feel more like a yes? If so, what? So if you get a maybe, first ask, is there anything I can do to make it feel more like a yes? If it's a yes, you can ask the second question, what can I do? And listen for the answer and ask again. If you get a strong no to the first question, so is there anything I can do? No, honor that and put your pleasure tool aside. You may get a simple no, like a, eh, not the mood for that today. If you want to play with pleasure, do it energetically with your mind, I'm out. But you can also... 
and it might be a little bit more surprising at first, get an angry no. Not a meh. More a don't you ever come closer to me. Get out. And that's okay. Honor that. This happens often, not always, but often when your consent hasn't been fully honored. Be kind to yourself. Twisted game side effects here. I think I need a shorter way to do to say that. But side effect uh, of twisting game to actually for stepping over your consent several times for whatever reason being acceptable. So maybe your consent hasn't been fully honored. Maybe you had intercourse to please someone or to get something or whatever. Where this where there was actually a no inside that either you couldn't hear or that you couldn't listen to. Your vulva or pussy or any part of your body you're talking to may need some time away from any type of interaction if she hasn't feel she hasn't felt respected. Your responsibility here is to create this time away from interaction, but make it conscious. Having a I've heard you don't want anything today. I'll stay here with you. You let me know if you change your mind. Versus, uh, you don't want it? Then go to sleep forever. And come back only when you are ready to get back into it. No wonder we don't want to wake up <laughs> if the only thing waiting for us is something we didn't want in the first place. Better stay asleep and slowly becoming numb and numb and numb. Raise your hand if that sounds sadly sounds familiar. Just when you get a no, do a self-inquiry. Noticing if it is a no because you're numb, that's okay too. We can do some things for that. And also noticing if, there, if it is just a no that needs time to be recognized with just you sitting with the no without trying to change it. If you get a yes after the is there anything I can do to milk to make you feel like a yes, that's great. You can then ask the next question. What can I do? Stay curious here. Maybe you will get an impulse of putting your hands somewhere else or a longing to slow down or stroke somewhere else in your body and come back. And if the I don't know default answer comes in, acknowledge it and do some self-inquiry again. Do I really don't know? Or is it my default pattern when my brain actually doesn't have the answers and slowly goes to, I don't know. If a part of you knows what to do at that moment, she will show up. And if actually you have no idea what to do, start asking questions again, out loud. Would it feel pleasurable to stroke my breasts? Yes, no, breathe. Would it feel pleasurable to touch my throat? Yes, no. Would it feel pleasurable to touch my clitoris? Yes, no. And if naming the body parts is already too much for a super active brain, just apply a gentle touch just with the, the, the top of the fingers, for example, I say, and say, do I want touch on this part? Yes or no? Check if... After doing all of that, ask the question again. Do you feel more like a yes? Yes or no? Do you want something else? Yes or no? 
told you these conversations could be really, really rich. The only thing I would offer you to be careful of is to be sure to explore with more questions only if you got a yes to the, is there something I can do to make it feel more like a yes? If there is a no there, don't do anything. Honor that. Like normal consent, self-consent, as in honoring yeses, nos, and maybes, can be taken back at any moment. So check in regularly as you are on your pleasure date with yourself or stroking yourself. Does that feel pleasurable? Does that feel like a yes? Do you want more of that? Talk to your body, we'll answer you. <laughs> be sure to honor whenever a no comes up. When we have denied our self-consent for so long, we can have a protection mechanism of the yes actually disappearing out of the blue really quick and the no stepping in really strongly. Like, I am done, get out. Honor that. This is your system trying to rebuild confidence. Just check in. There is no catch in allowing the pleasure and then you will listen to it at every moment, even if the pleasure session is done right now. Your body is just trying to check that it can initiate spring mode without having to go through the whole Four Seasons formula if it doesn't want to. Or maybe that's just because you've processed something and you've processed enough and so I'm done, thank you. If a no comes in, put your toy or your hand aside and if you have a uni egg inside, ask for consent to get the egg out. You might get a yes or a no and in case if it, it is a no to the egg, to put out the egg, just stay relaxed for a few minutes. It can actually really help the release so that you can get your eggs out slowly and gently without hurting yourself. That's the least thing you want to do. If you have no idea what a jade egg or yoni egg is, stay tuned. I have episodes on that for you. In my opinion, it is very important that this question comes in two parts. Is there anything I can do to make you feel more like a yes? If so, what? Because if you ask directly the question, what can I do to make it a yes? Not can means screw you, maybe. What can I do to change you? Like, give me an answer so that just so that you disappear right now. Which is not the smartest way to honor your self-consent. So first, ask for yes, no, maybe for one type of a, one type of interaction or self-stroking. And if a maybe comes up, ask the two question. Is there anything I can do to make you feel more like a yes? If yes, what? And don't try to do anything if you don't hear a clear yes. And if you have total silence at the beginning, that's normal. You're not broken. Think about it as cleaning an attic that has been abandoned for a long time. I'm not sure it's my best metaphor there. Sorry. <laughs> Just taking the commitment. I'll be slowly cleaning all of that dust so that you can become a nice bedroom if you want. Just under the room, under the roof for us to be in a nice and sexy place. P.S. I love you. I love you part is always, always optional, but 
is always helpful. Honor the dust and honor the time you may need from for the transformation of a hectic attic to an amazing, sexy bedroom. I will make a bold statement. Reconnecting to your self-consent as hearing yeses, nos, and maybes and applying them to your self-pleasure practice and in every um, sexual interaction situation is one of the easiest way to actually get out of autopilot in your sex life and in your life in general. You know, when things feel just meh or gray or that you're living your life without living it, this feeling of everything feeling blur and days passing by without you grasping on any emotions. The easiest way to get out of that is to reclaim this sense of yes, no's, and maybe. Because without the self-consent, the usual consent you have is less strong since you can't feel inside what really feels good, whether it's with yourself or with others, and that requires time and patience and love and presence. The good thing is, when you have that, you can apply that everywhere else. Do I really still feel aligned with this, what I'm doing with my job or whatever? Although if you're asking the question, you might already have an idea uh, uh, about the answer. Or maybe not. But you can hear within your body if you're a yes or a no to something. I promise. Sometimes your body just needs a little more time to find its voice back. Always honor yourself. If you don't hear a yes, don't go forward. Stop until you hear a yes or a I want that or a yes, please. And if you hear a maybe, get curious. You're not broken. You can have a whole conversation with yourself about what feels good and what doesn't. Which is kind of cool in a sense because when you think about it, who said self-exploration had to be boring and you're lonely? You have like an amazing place for conversations, passionate conversations and pleasurable conversation inside yourself. <laughs> if this practice is something you're interested in, I recorded a guided version of it as a gift for you for following this podcast. If you want, there is a link in the show notes you can click on to get the download of this recording bonus practice. As usual, if you found this episode interesting, feel free to share it with a loved one or on your favorite social media platform and consider subscribing to the podcast. It always warms my heart to notice the sexy family is getting bigger and bigger every day. If you want to support the show, you can leave a review to help spreading the sexified magic and help more people discover it. On Apple Podcasts, scroll down the show's page and select a star rating and tap on write a review. And on Spotify, select a star rating on the show's page. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you soon. Until next time, stay sexy. Thank you.